As I look back over my life And see where I have been Jesus, I praise you That I'm not stuck in sin But way down in my spirit One praise is not enough So I lift my hands And give you
Johnson Moore here, your hope builder, lifting you out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. This morning, we are talking about circumcision performed coming out of Joshua 5, 1 through 15, and you know what that means, right? So, it's like time for daily devotional, right? And I wanted to deep dive into this topic for us for our daily devotional of the day. Coming out of Joshua 5, 1 through 15, and we are talking about circumcision performed. Okay, so I want you to get your coffee, your tea, whatever you may be eating, whatever time it is there where you are at. And I want you to get your tablets, your cell phone, or your Bible. And come on, and let's read this word together, and learn together, and seek together, and dwell together, and find out what God is trying to tell us in this word for today. All right? So, come on now. Let's get busy. Joshua 5, 1 through 15, circumcision performed. And it came to pass when all the kings of the Amorites, which were on the side of Jordan westward, and all the kings of the Canaanites, which were by the sea, heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of Jordan from before the children of Israel until we were passed over, that their heart melted, neither was their spirit in them any more because of the children of Israel. At that time, the Lord said unto Joshua, Make thee sharp knives and circumcise again the children of Israel the second time. And Joshua made him sharp knives and circumcised the children of Israel at the heel of the at the heel of the foreskins. And this is the cause why Joshua did circumcise all the people that came out of Egypt that were males, even all the men of war, died in the wilderness by the way, after they came out of Egypt. Now all the children that came out were circumcised, but all the people that were born in the wilderness by the way as they came forth out of Egypt 
them they had not circumcised. For the children of Israel walked forty years in the wilderness, till all the people that were men of war, which came out of Egypt, were consumed, because they obeyed not the voice of the Lord, unto whom the Lord swayed that he would not show them the land which the Lord swore unto their fathers, that he would give us a land that floweth with milk and honey, and their children whom he raised up in their steed, them Joshua circumcised. For they were uncircumcised, because they had not circumcised them by the way. And it came to pass, when they had done circumcising all the people, that they abode in their places in the camp till they were whole. And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day have I rolled away the reproach of Egypt from off you. Wherefore the name of the place is called Gilgad until this day. And the children of Israel encamped in Gilgal and kept the Passover on the 14th day of the month at even in the plains of Jericho. And they did eat of the old corn of the land on the morrow after the Passover, unleavened cakes and parched corn in the selfsame day. And the manna ceased on the morrow after they had eaten of the old corn of the land. Neither had the children of Israel manna any more, but they did eat of the fruit of the land of Canaan that year. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went unto him and said unto him, Art thou for us or for our adversaries? And he said, Nay, but as captain of the host of the Lord, I, Lord, am I now come? And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and did worship and said unto him, What said my Lord unto his servant? And the captain of the Lord's host said unto Joshua, Loose thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place whereon thou standest is holy. And Joshua did so. I have just read to you Joshua 5, 1 through 15. It talks about the circumcision performed. And thank you, Jesus, for the day. Thank you, Lord for everything you do for us. You make ways out of no ways. You turn our midnight into days. You do so many things for us, Lord, that we just can't tell it all. Lord, we thank you just for this day, Lord. With the breath in our bodies and activity of our limbs, we are in our right mind. Lord, we thank you. We thank you from sun up to sundown. Lord, you brought us through some stuff, Lord. You brought us through some trials and tribulations and heartaches and 
and you have shown us that we have to depend on you. So, Lord, thank you for this day that thou hast made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Good morning, good morning. How are y'all doing? Okay, it's time to deep dive into this chapter. It is Joshua 5, 1 through 15, and we are talking about circumcision performed. Okay. Now we see that Joshua, they have crossed over the River Jordan. And everybody that lived in that region heard of what the Lord had done for them at the river at Jordan, at the river Jordan. And they just didn't say nothing, didn't bother them, didn't do nothing. They minded their own business. They was they was kind of like, oh now, uh, oh the Lord is watching out for these people and um, and he is just doing all these wonders, miracles and signs and wonders for these, these, the people, right? And they ain't bother nobody. They, you know, they, the Amorites, the Amorites, they said, uh, you know, that they had heard and they had heard about the Passover, passing over Jordan, the, the, um, the other, the other group, the Amorites, the Canaanites, had heard about them coming over into the land of Jordan. Okay. Then, God says, tells Joshua to make knives for circumcision. Circumcision. That means to cut away. To cut away extra. To cut away the extra. To cut, to cut away the extra. To cut away. Circumcised means to cut away. And he does as he is told because, because God has told him about the story of the children of is the children of Israel coming from out of Egypt had to do the same thing. They had to be circumcised. God called them to be circumcised, the children of Egypt. The children of Israel that came out of Egypt, they did the same thing too, right? So he's ba- he's basically repeating them. But they was in, while they was in the wilderness, they didn't have time to do all that. They didn't have, they didn't have time to sit down and get, and, and, and do the same procedure because they were not, they were not settled yet. They were not settled yet. They were wandering around in the wilderness for 40 years, and they didn't have time to think about no circumcision. They too busy, you know, tending to other things that God wanted them to do and, 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 and things of that nature. So now that they are where they're supposed to be, now they can sit down, concentrate, meditate, and cut away. 
cut away. Circumcision means cut away. You can also look at this as you got you have you had time to run around, you run around, you run around, you run around, did all this other stuff in your life. You done all this other stuff in your life. And you haven't had time to sit down and settle your mind to even concentrate on what really matters. I'm going to say that again. You have been running around and not having time to sit down and concentrate on what really matters. And sometimes that is done because of our hard-headedness. If you remember, the children of Israel, they came out of Egypt. They didn't want to listen. They didn't want to listen. They didn't want to do what God asked them to do. They're hard-headed. They want to build multi-images. They want to have their wild orgies and parties and things of that nature. And they they and they and wanted, you know, to hold on to Egyptian, what they had learned from the Egyptians, right? So they were slaves to somebody else's mentality. But now that they free and now that they are settled they get to sit down concentrate really like sit down and concentrate on what God really has for them to do I am the prime example of this this text this morning I'm running around trying to find a father figure, trying to find a mother figure, trying to find you know I, I, I looked everywhere I searched all over and couldn't find nobody Because I was too worried about me, and I didn't see what I already had in front of my face. My grandmother, my great-grandmother, my, uh, my, my aunt, my grandmother's brother, my, uh, my aunties and cousins and everybody. I didn't see what I had in front of me, already blessed with. I was too busy being selfish. Oh, well, you know, what was me? I run around, uh, got on drugs, uh, did a whole lot of stupid stuff in my life. And now, I, that was like 40 years in the wilderness. That's why I compare my life to the children of Israel. Because I was wandering around for 40 years and didn't have a clue. Or what Didn't have a clue because I was so busy running from all the stuff that, the bad stuff that happened to me. And I didn't realize that's what I was running from. I was running from my fatherlessness. I was running from uh, being molested. I was running from being abused. I was running from bad, feeling abandonment from my, my parents. I was running, I was running, I was running. I was running, I was running, but God gave me a gift, the gift of singing. But the thing is, I didn't see that as a value at the time. I didn't see that as a value, as an asset. But once I got to sit down, concentrate, and listen to God and what he had to tell me, this is what he says. He has said, I want you to cut away all that stuff you're holding on to. I want you to, I want you to cut away all that stuff that don't mean nothing to you. I want you to cut away all the stuff that you've been holding on to for the last forty years. I want you to cut away everything that does not have nothing to do with me. So what your father, your father won't do. So what your mother won't do. So what, you know, and, and this is what God is saying. He's saying to, he's saying to you, cut away all those things that really don't matter because I'm here now. God says, I've always been with you. I've always helped you. 
the moment they just the mo- they need they need they will hadn't even left Egypt yet. How you know this God has always been with them? No matter what you you may be a slave, you may be a poor, you may be poor, you may be broke, but God is always with you. He was there with them when they were still in Egypt. God was still there with you when you was in your pain. God is always there with you through thick and thin, high water, no water, low water, uh, dirty water. You know, and, and that's the thing that God is trying to tell the children of Israel now. It's time to start start a new, a new thing. Cut away those things that do not have any purpose for you, and you need to put me first. Let's start this all over again. This is what this is what really God doing with the children of Israel. He's starting them all over again. And when you look at it, you see that they're looking they and they got somebody new leading them. Joshua. They got somebody new leading them. Not Moses. They got Joshua. So let's do with some new leadership, a new place to stay, and a, a, a new home for you. That's three things. He done blessed him with three things already. When he start, he starts you over. He starts you over with something new. Joshua dead. All the old they, uh, the people that came out of Egypt, they dead. He got rid of them because they did not know, they did not want to do what God asked them to do. And hard as a bowl of rocks. Okay, and the thing is, is that God starts you anew. He starts you off. He starts you with new leadership. He starts you at a, 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 a new a new place to stay. And he starts you off with with uh, with cutting away all the old things, getting rid, of, getting rid of all the old things that do not mean you any purpose. People, places, or things, he gets rid of those three. And and some way, you get to have this understanding of, ooh, now I get to start over. Ooh, now I get to, I, I get to, Really get to do what I need to do. Now I'm a prime example of that. Because after my grandma died, I started everything new. I went back to school, got my CNA license, uh, certification, CNA, you know, I became a CNA. Um, I turned around and did that work for a while. And then I turned around and put in the purpose of what God was placing me to do. Wrote a book, started my own business, started doing things different, started hanging around different people, started doing, I, I, with, the, with the theology school. God, when he, he started, he started my life all over again. And when my grandmother and my father and my mother died, that was the culmination of, all right, what you going to do now? You got no one to turn to. You can't run the grandma house no more. You can't You can't do none of that old stuff. Now it's time you do something new. It's time you get up and do something new now. Because this same old stuff ain't, ain't making it with me. That's what God said. That's the way I took it. God had to change me with the three deaths. Something that meant so much to me, and he changed him with three. The three. See, three. Three again. That's that number three. 
And starting over is nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with starting over in your life. And he turns around and he says, he and he says, and they keep the and they um and so and it came to pass when they had done circumcising all the people that they abode in their places in the camp till they were whole. God takes your broken pieces and makes you whole. After he cuts away all this stuff that don't mean none to you. Oh, you was fatherless. Oh, you was motherless. Oh, you was molested. Oh, you was abused. God will strike, will take all that away from you and start you over and make you whole. If you just let him lead you and guide you in the way that he should, that he wants you to go. Stop fighting. Stop fighting, stop fighting, stop fighting. Sometimes we see the changes gradually, but there are changes that are necessary. Like, well, your mindset change. You say, no, I want to do this instead of go getting high. I want to I go to the movies instead of getting high. I want to go out to eat instead of going to get drunk. I want to go enjoy traveling. I want to do, God gives you all these new thoughts and concepts and ideas and things of that, and he's starting you, he's starting you over anew. It might be, it might, you might not see it, but it's gradual. It is so gradual. It is gradual to the point where now you have changed into a whole different person. And you don't do the same things that you used to, Okay. You don't get high no more. You don't go sell your body. You don't. Um, you you don't get dependent on people. You want you want an independent soul. You want an independent spirit. Everything changes. God takes away all that stuff. He cuts that stuff away. Okay. Then he says, and now that the children now they are to perform. The Passover, the Passover, Passover, the Passover. You y'all remember the Passover, right? So, where the angel of death, they put the lamb's blood, put the lamb's blood over the door seal. Well, when the angel of death arrives, that the angel will pass over, the death angel pass over their door and not harm anyone in their house uh, to touch them, and death, death not come nigh thee. God protects us in so many ways. You might think some of this stuff that we do, you go to church, you know. I ain't trying to find it. Sometimes church is the best place. You know, I'm not trying to find Being in church is the best place to be. Because you stay out of trouble if you keep your mind stayed on him. Not to go into church to gossip about folks. Not to turn around and, and talk about people. and Not to go there and try to change the church for your own. I mean, go there and worship God. And go there for the purpose of God. Or see it, or being in the presence of God. And learning from God. And it says, Passover... And it came to pass when Joshua was in Jericho that he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. In his hand, and Joshua went unto him and said unto him, Art thou for us or for our, our adversary? And he said, Nay, as but as captain of the host of the Lord, I am I now come. And Joshua fell on his face. 
and the angel says, and the angel says, and 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 the captain of the Lord's host said unto Joshua, loose thy shoes, take off, take them off of your feet, because you stand on holy ground. See, who I could go into this, I could go into this word forever. Okay. When God ready to do something with you, you'll know it. Cause you'll feel, you'll feel a certain vibe or a certain thing about, you'll feel a certain way about that thing and it bubbles in your spirit and you don't get all stressed out and it, and it feels pure and it feels good and you're happy about it and you know it is of God because your spirit is, is, is your spirit is like, yes, it's hype, it's, it's, you know, and, and now Joshua has come into this land and the angel of the Lord has given him the angel of the Lord. Angel of the Lord has come to visit him after he has done his work. Okay, so we 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 are going to stop there, and um, we're going to pick up tomorrow morning on chapter six and see what chapter six gives us for daily devotional. Now, this is my word for today: cut away all those things. That do not mean anything to you. Cut away all the grudges. Cut away all the strife. Cut away all the hatred. Cut away all those things that do not mean you any good. Stop holding on to stuff. Because you can't take that stuff with you when you go into a new place. God wants you to cut away all those things before he could take you. He wants you to, he wants you to cut away all those things when you step into your new place. When you step right in it, when you step into everything that he has for you, he wants you to cut away all those things, that that extra stuff, that extra baggage, that that extra, you know, headache, whatever it may be. He wants you to cut that away. I want to thank you so much for listening to Sharif Johnson Moore's podcast, and we greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate you. And if you would like to... Advertise your business. Advertise, you know, advertise your church functions, things like that during daily devotions. I'm here. The ad ain't nothing but $25 for a 60-second ad. Okay, I'll just give you a heads up. So, and I would greatly appreciate it if you spread the word. All right, everyone, I love y'all, and y'all have a blessed day. See you tomorrow on Daily Devotional. And welcome to LBM TV. I am Sharice Johnson Moore, owner and CEO of LBM TV. Here at LBM TV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV. 
smartphone globally. We're located on C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy a positive, uplifting program for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Thank you. 